Hello, welcome to Forefront 360, where we take you all around the intersection of the arts and the Christian faith. I'm Cody Schweikert. I'll be your host today. I am joined with two dear friends, Richard Chrisman. Hello there. How are you doing, Richard? I'm doing just fine. It's the first sunny day we've had in Rochester, mm. New York in mm. uh, a long, long time. Praise so, the Lord. Yes. Rich, do you prefer to be called Rich or Richard? Uh, we've been friends for, what, four years I've now? never asked you this. Yeah, yeah. Um, professionally, I go by Richard, but it feels weird when people call me that, so we'll go with Rich. What about Richard? Um, in France, I prefer that. Okay. That's a Greek root, right? It's Greek. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Every word is Greek. Um, Rich, thanks for being here, my man. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, to my left, is uh, my good friend Nathan Mancini. How are you, Nate? Hello. I'm doing very well. Yeah. Excited to talk about art. Yes. Well, that, faith. I'm glad because that's what we're doing today. This is an arts review episode. Nice. Hey, Nate, do you prefer to go by Nathan <laughs> or Nate? <laughs> or Nathaniel. You're I'm going to go with Nate. I'm not, in fact, a Nathaniel. But so you are a Nathan. I am a Nathan. And you prefer Nate? I'm going to go with Nate. Okay. I, I Okay. I, I answer to both. I, okay, good. Is Cody short for anything? Yes. What is it? Codith. Oh, so wow. my great grandfather. So you prefer Codith, I'm assuming. Codith. Keep now, to the Codith. I've thought about it. if I ever, <laughs> if my dream ever of like becoming a writer ever takes off, I think it'll be because I adopted a pen name. Mm. So my like one of my grandparents, their names was Adams. That was their last name. Codith Adams. Yeah. My middle name is Adam. So tell me this: Are you more likely to pick up a book written by Cody Schweikert, a name <laughs> you can hardly pronounce, or Cody Adams? Cody Adams sounds got a nice ring to it, doesn't sounds it? Nice. I, I would also yeah. be more likely to pick up a book by Codith Adams. Yeah, honestly. Ooh. And isn't your Instagram Cody Adam? It is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's good. You're you're on the way. I am, and I just I've I've got this. It's hard for me though because I don't want to dishonor like my Schweikert heritage. Like it's a uh, sure. You know, I'm proud to be a Schweikert. It's no but dishonor. Yeah. It's hard to say, and it's. Just doesn't sell. Maybe you Cody Schweikert could write the foreword to the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be very impressed with whatever I wrote. I'm sure I'd write a great foreword yeah. for the yeah. book I've never written. And by the way, I will say when I introduce myself, I often introduce myself as Nathan because if I ever introduce myself as Nate, someone's like, oh, good to meet you, Dave. <laughs> Are you serious? For whatever reason, people yeah. hear Nate as Dave in like a setting where there's there's background noise and other people are wow. talking. They just they just round to the nearest name, and, and, that's, pe- and that's Dave. People call me Corey all the time. Yeah, I get hey, Corey. Like yeah. I've known you for two years, Bob. Oh, Why like, you call me Corey still? Corey in the house. Wow. I get uh, <laughs> flip, flip, uh, <laughs> I get uh, I get Mitch and Cody's Rick here. all the time, <laughs> and I think it's funny because I. <laughs> I could be wrong, but Mitch, I think Mitch that, I think there are more riches than Mitches in the world. I think. I mean, so, I'm not sure. Well, I know why is that? Like, yeah, but like I'll be like, oh, my name's Rich, and people are like, oh, Mitch, good to meet you, dude. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, my, my name's Zach Hezekiah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get Rick like constantly. No, you know what you get Rich, all the time. Um, that one makes total sense. I do this, Rick and Astley. people in our Bible study do this to you all the time. Is your name's Rich Chrisman? People call you Chris Richman all the time. Yeah, yeah right. And, yeah. Yes, and I get, and usually they figure it out when they start to say the last name. Like they're like, Chris. Oh, that's really, yeah, and like people say it that have been my friends for like a decade. And I'm yeah, like, dude, we still people? do that. Um, but whatever. All right, Chrisard. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> anyway, so what a, what a, discussing what a, the what a strong start uh, to the intersection yeah. of um, the faith and the arts etymology. <laughs> Richard. I would like to hear, uh, what, are you, what have you been enjoying lately, my man? I know you got a special gift in the mail. 
Uh, yeah, actually. So uh, I have a book in my hands uh, called May It Be So uh, by Justin McRoberts. I think he goes by Justin. <laughs> I don't think just. Or What's anything. that short for? Hey, Justin. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Justin. Thanks and, for listening. Um, the book is also co-authored uh, and illustrated by Scott Erickson or Scott the painter as he, uh, you know, goes by. Goes by. Yeah. Like Tyler, the creator. Scott <laughs> the painter. Um, anyway, um, so uh, this book is Alexander the Great, Winnie the Pooh, Scott the painter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Same middle name. Ivan the Terrible. So <laughs> the um, so uh, again, the book is called May It Be So and the subtitle 40 Days with 40 Days with the Lord's Prayer. So this is actually um, the second book in, uh, I don't think it would be called a series, but it's the second book in the same vein um, after this duo's first book, just called Prayer. Mm. And uh, the books, um, it's similar to something I've reviewed in the past um, in, uh, in Lenten season on Forefront mm. 360. But basically, um, you could probably gather from the name 40 Days with the Lord's Prayer, but this is um, 40 prayers each page when you open to it it is a very short like one or two line prayer mm. and then uh an image that goes with it and uh the images are by scott and the purpose of the images are not just to illustrate but to add a kind of an anchor for like a visual meditation mm. and they go into this uh at length like if you look up their mission for this book and also there's information especially in the first one there's like a forward that's really effective there's a forward in this one too but the um being like the second one um so the uh it i find it really uh useful it's amazing i've since i got it so first of all justin thanks so much for sending this to me so actually i i just saw it's a little background on this uh, we, as you guys probably know, if you listen to this podcast, we went to Jubilee conference in Pittsburgh and Justin McRoberts and Scott Erickson were speaking and they were featured artists and speakers. They did a workshop and I, uh, so we as volunteers forefront, uh, we volunteered at Jubilee and we were, uh, asked to kind of help mediate and like set up these workshops and we, a few of us were given the opportunity to like request a particular workshop. And as soon as I saw these guys were doing one, I was like, please me. I was the first one to volunteer. So I, uh, you were like, may it be so. Yeah. I was like, may it be so. <laughs> so then I went, uh, so I went up there. It was awesome. As soon as I, uh, got up there, I was trying to like make that connection and talk to them. But like, there was some horrible problem with the HDMI cord. So they were like, they saw my volunteer shirt and Scott was like, Hey, could you go get us a new cord? And I was like, sure. So then, uh, so that was fun, but it was good times. Fantastic talk that they gave. Uh, definitely go to the Jubilee website, and when they have all that stuff uploaded, if it isn't already, uh, listen to that talk. Awesome. Again, Justin, Justin McRoberts and Scott Erickson. So I listened to them, and after the fact, I DM'd Justin on Instagram and just said, nice. like, hey, I just wanted to say, because I didn't have a chance to talk to you at length in person, I really appreciated what you said. It really, you know, spoke to me. Um and then I talked about how I am part of this group called Forefront, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I said, like, we'd love to connect with you in the future. And Justin was super cool, DM'd me back, like, right away. And uh, we started talking for a little bit. Uh, really great guy. And I would love to have you at Forefront. We'll be in touch about that. But anyway, the... Um, by the way, Justin is a writer and a musician as well, if you guys aren't familiar with him or his work. Um but anyway, so I'm uh, so we're talking on DM, and then I said, "Hey, I just ordered your first book on Amazon," and he's like, "Oh, sweet!" 
And he goes, did you get the second one? And I was like, no, I just got the first one. And at first I thought he was responding like, buy the second read, one. But there's the first one. And then he goes, oh, what's your address? And I'm like, uh, oh. so I sent him the address and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, put one in the mail. Yeah, I was dude. like, yes. We love, we love getting, let me interrupt you there. Cause we love yeah. getting pampered at forefront. We do. I mean, oh yeah. We, uh, are starting to get some free stuff where, and that's what we're in this for. We're in yeah. this for the perks. Yeah. And that's our mission. And, uh, that reminds me, I just want to call out KB once again. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I mentioned you a couple episodes ago, KB. I reached, I slid into your DM with no response. Okay. Uh, and KB, we want those HGA hoodies. Get us that HGA apparel, dog. Like, why are you holding out on us? I know you're listening to this right now. I'm talking to you right now, KB. I'm wearing a Webster High School Musicals hoodie. This That's man, weak. Lo- this man I, looks yeah. like a bum right yeah, now. Exactly. I need that HGA. We need some help. And then when people are like, what does that mean? I can say his glory alone. It's evangelistic. For the glory of God, please, KB. But yeah. anyway, just P- follow ask, Justin. People ask why, you know, running a podcast, why does it matter what you wear, right? It's an audio medium. Right. But, you know, they might not realize, like, we have an Instagram as well. Mm-hmm, That's right. Mm-hmm. So there is there is a visual component. We've got a prestigious image to upkeep we yeah, do you're right and as they say at jubilee everything matters everything right matters. including the clothing that we're wearing in this that's room. right everything Every, everything this. matters, especially us getting free things so thank you yeah. justin for for yeah. setting a good example you're the man yeah so back to the book um <laughs> so anyway so the book is based on the lord's prayer which is pretty great so it starts with the lord's prayer it was right when you open it up but then um, I wish I could show you guys some of these images, but they're um, beautiful. Yeah, I see them. They're, they're really it's sweet. A sharp book. Yeah. And they're in Scott's like classic style of kind of like pen and ink drawing with in black with gold mm-hmm, accents, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. And whatever typeface they use for these little prayers are is really beautiful. It's kind of a, like an italic um, serif, like mid-century serif yeah. font. It's super nice. It's, it's minimal, too. It's a lot of white. Super minimal. And it's a beautiful yeah. book. So, like, for example, I just randomly opened it to prayer 18 and the prayer, just to give you a sense of what these look like. It just says, may I have the wisdom to exchange control and safety for the opportunity to love and serve. Mm. So, I'll flip the page. The next one says, may I never trade in my perception of others for knowing who they truly are. You know, so they're just, like, really potent prayers and they're, um, they're accompanied by, like, yeah, corresponding so images, each right? Each prayer has an image that goes with it, right? So, like, this next one, prayer 20, says, May my initial posture towards strangers be kindness and curiosity rather than suspicion and fear. Mm. And there's, like, an image of a dog, like, presenting its belly for the pets, and there's oh. a hand petting the belly. Oh, look at that. So, like, the thing is, but it's, like, yeah, it's just awesome. And then, uh, actually, the next page has that lighthouse imagery that you might see if you follow scott the painter on instagram or any other social and it says may those i love know it unquestioningly whoa so you guys get a sense for kind of what this is i won't read too many more but uh it's really sweet and so what i've been doing is i actually got this like a little bit after ash wednesday but i've been carrying it with me every day to work um and it's pretty sweet because the prayer is like one sentence you can pray it really easily Mm -hmm. but i think uh and this was the purpose of them writing and publishing this book what you know so the purpose is so that you would use it as a companion for daily prayer mm-hmm. sure so and and it's not it doesn't explicitly it's not for like lent particularly it just happens to be 40 days you know what i mean yeah. um so first of all i open to the page you know that i'm on and say the prayer really quickly like in the morning when i wake up mm-hmm. and it's a really cool way to center yourself in the morning yeah. uh, but then i've been carrying the book and then whenever i have like a down moment or I see the book sitting on my desk or whatever, I'll just open it to that page. Like I have a bookmark in there and just say it again. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's been almost like a mantra, which mm-hmm. I think is the purpose. I think that's why these prayers are so short. Mm-hmm. And um, at first, when I was telling somebody about how it's a prayer book and they cracked it open and they were like, oh, because they were expecting it to be like page length prayers right. that you would like, you know, read through and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, almost like a book of common prayer. Kind right. Of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, and it's really this like super accessible, non-pretentious, but like clearly really well thought out mm-hmm. thing. Like I just opened to a random page again. This one says, may I more clearly see my filters, blind spots, and biases so that I might recognize goodness, truth, and beauty beyond them. Mm. You know, like just really good pertinent prayers that we should all be praying every day. And I love that it's a... I love that it's a partnership, you know, that the two guys get together and it's true collaboration and that the images, which can't, you know, fully appreciate on the radio waves, are are like equally important to the words. And that's, Mm -hmm. it seems like a cool partnership that they had. Really cool. Um, So I'm really excited about it. So I now have both books and I have kind of this shelf of, I mean, I don't know if this is the right word for it, but I call it like sacred books. Like I have Mm -hmm. my Bibles and books of theology and books of common prayer and whatever on one shelf. And I've added these to that. So congratulations, guys. You made it on Rich's (laughs) sacred shelf. My sacred shelf. On the shelf. And it also has candles that I used once in a a Byzantine meditation. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll show it to you. It's pretty sweet. So this is deep cuts here. Yeah. So if you guys have been following uh, Forefront 360 for a while, um, you probably know how into Christian meditative practice I am and also how uh, important I think, even though I recognize that Lent is rooted in pagan tradition, I still think that Lent is a really cool practice. Um, So I, and I think that like I've talked about kind of more heavy Lenten guides in the past, but I think this one is like a fantastic way. Like if you're somebody that's like, man, I'd really like to get into sort of a contemplative Christian experience. Like I think there's no easier way than picking up one of these two books, either prayer or maybe so, and then just going through one, one sentence prayer a day, you know, read it, pray it out loud, meditate on what it means, meditate on the image that goes with it. You could literally do this in one minute a day, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just feel like it's the, it's sweet. And the book also is very thin. It's not bulky at all. Um, I mean, you couldn't like put it in your pocket, but it's, you know, very light. Um, it's like the size of like an Amazon Kindle pretty much. But anyway, um, Amazon sponsor us. Uh, so anyway, but the, the um, but I think that, uh, uh, yeah, so definitely uh, I, I support the idea of the book. I think it's such a cool thing and I've already felt the benefits of making that a daily practice. So I intend to use this like outside of Lent as well. Like maybe I'll just read through the 40 switch to the other book, do the 40, you know, and then just keep like recycling these and try to pray them every day. Maybe one day I'll have it memorized. Sweet. Sweet. Very cool, man. So again, thanks Justin and Ms. Roberts for sending that our way. And thanks Justin and Scott for putting this together. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Nate, Dave, Dave, how are you doing over there, man? What do you, what do you got for us? So I would love to talk about a couple of different music artists I've been listening to recently. First one I might want to bring up is an artist named Joy Ike. Actually, she was playing at Jubilee, where we were. Um, Joy is just a fantastic musician. She has kind of a combination of jazz, gospel, and R&B. And I I love the fact that you can't really pin down her music, that she does just uh, a wide variety of it. And I love the fact that a lot of her tracks uh, kind of start as one thing and then become another. 
a lot of music is just kind of just one thing. And the fact that her songs are kind of a story and they, they kind of grow and become new things is really cool. Uh, so I've been listening to one of her latest albums, uh, Bigger Than Your Box, which is beautiful. So I'd recommend you check that out. Um, it just has this wonderful combination of these these soft, soulful tunes and just these kind of exciting, more folk R&B tracks. Um, it takes you on a journey, and it's quite beautiful. So I'd recommend you check that out, Bigger Than Your Box by Joy Ike. One other album I wanted to bring up is a new album by Josh Garrels. It's also kind of an old album, and it's called oh, Ear- yeah. Early Work Volume 1, 2002 to 2005. And, uh, you know, we're, we're big fans of, of Josh Garrels here. He, of course, is um, a musician from South Bend, Indiana. And, and he combines kind of uh, traditional folk music with just these other musical elements. Um, and it's kind of a non-traditional exploration of Christian themes that he does. Um, and I think it's very effective. And he brings in some hip hop as well. But I think this album is exciting because he's going back to some of his old work um, that he that he wrote at the beginning and he couldn't publish it widely at the time because he was like borrowing these samples and these loops from other places. And so in order to re- kind of re-release his oldest music, he had to recreate some of those samples that he had gotten from other people and then he could he could release it, you know, as his own work. Um, so it was like a process for him to bring these out of the archive and release them. What a cool idea. I'm yeah. glad he took the time to do that. Absolutely. And, and I love it, not just because it's a great album, and it is, and I really enjoy listening to it, but there's something so cool about when an artist like digs down into their archive and brings back something from their past, you know, particularly when they, they were a talented person at that time, and so it's good work. But, you know, artists change and evolve over time in the music that they write. And, you know, I love Josh Carroll's music now. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I love his latest album, Crystalline. But he's grown and changed over time. And his music now is, like, much more complex. And it has, you know, more synths in it. And it's just, it's, it's just such a more complex form of music than his early work, which is just this very pure folk music. And I feel like there's a loss that happens where if you're a fan of an artist, you like, if you really love listening to their original work, yeah, you can go back to that work, but you know that it's never going to happen again. Mm -hmm. You're never going to get more of that because now they've become something different and you get to enjoy that and it's fine. But it's like, (laughs) what if you could like get more of that original thing? And the fact that he just like went back and gave us a whole new album of the original Josh Carroll's is it's just, it's something that you just don't expect to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's just a fun experience. So that's awesome. Yeah. So check it out. Early work volume one. I mean, literally all you have to do is listen to the first track new day, uh, and you'll be hooked. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get the idea of what it is. Yeah. God. It's just fun to, I love Josh. We'll, we'll blast from the past. The Lord has used that man's words and music so many times in my life. I'm sure your life too, to just, encourage me keep me going yeah. um, gosh what a what a blessing his his music is um very cool yeah sweet um i i actually uh have been checking out this guy too i don't know if i mentioned him on the show yet but i just wanted to briefly uh shout out holvey who is uh i think the newest artist signed by reach records um and you spell that H U L V E Y, I believe. And nice. 
Yeah, his album just re- recently released is called Broken Heart with, I don't think there are any vowels in it, so it's spelled like Broken Heart, all caps. And uh, he's a young guy. I got. I have a feeling he's like actually younger than me, which makes me feel old. Like he's like, he's like, seems like mature enough and talented enough and like old enough to be signed by Reach Records, which. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you haven't yet gotten signed by Reach Records. Not yet. Yeah. Um, they, Lecrae said he would listen to my demo very soon. So that's more your choice than theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, yeah. I think, I mean, I think they want me. I'm just got yeah. so many other things going on. You're waiting for the proper moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So reach records. Uh, I'll get back to you soon. I'm just, I've, I've had my hands full. Um, yeah. But maybe, but, maybe once you're Kodath, maybe then they'll yes, pay attention. I gotta change. I gotta get my pen name. Um, but yeah, so I, I haven't, um, I haven't studied the, the album. Like I haven't listened to it multiple times yet, but the thing I've been most impressed by is he's a young dude. He's got this spiritual maturity where he was um, working like just a, a really regular job, decided not to go to college, it, uh, apparently through his music, this is what I understand, decided not to go to college, working like really regular job, nothing glamorous. You know, in fact, it seemed like a really humbling season of life for him. In this whole time, he's really desired to like be a hip hop artist and pursue this this passion of music, which is you have to have some courage, boldness, confidence, and a bit of luck and blessing and all that to, you know, be successful in the music business, obviously. And uh, it's just his heart and patience for like, Lord, I want this thing, but I'm afraid that I'll become obsessed with myself and I don't want to lose my soul for the sake of applause from a crowd. And him wrestling through this desire to pursue this, but also his desire to be faithful wherever the Lord puts him, um, and, and him kind of submitting that, hey, this is up to the Lord what happens to my career and my life. And, um, you know, good good for this kid. He, you know, his reach record is great. Yeah. Um, great spot to be, it sounds like, and look forward to hearing some good music from him uh, in the future. So check out check out his new album, Spotify. Um Nice. Halvey, I know you're listening, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I got your email about doing the collab, and uh, I know you want to feature me, and I'll see what I can do. Like I said, I'm very busy, but um, I, I'm definitely interested. The second thing I wanted to I wanted to mention was a poem by Langston Hughes. Uh, I am in the throes of student teaching right now, trying to become an English teacher. Mm. Currently working with a bunch of eighth graders and uh, going through. Uh, ELA curriculum and one of the things that we decided to spend a couple days on a few days on is a poem called mother to son by Langston Hughes Uh, you may be familiar with it Langston Hughes uh, was an important poet during the Harlem Renaissance which was a a time in 1920s Harlem New York of uh, a flourishing of of black culture and arts and uh, a lot of a lot of great stuff came about um, in that decade and uh, this is one of my favorite poems by Langston Hughes, and I love Hughes' style. He's, I think, the opposite of pretentious. He makes excellent poem, like excellent poems, really well respected in the literary community. Um, and I'm sure you've, you know, you've probably heard his name before because he is really well respected. But his his poetry is accessible in ways that some, you know, some poems are not. Mm-hmm. And so. This one is simple. I won't read it as well as Langston Hughes does. You can find him a recording of him reading it on YouTube. It's probably like a hundred year old audio recording or something. But wow. um, I won't. I won't do it justice. But I just wanted to read this short poem. 
Mother to Son by Langston Hughes. Well, son, I'll tell you, life for me ain't been no crystal stair. It's had tacks in it and splinters and boards torn up and places with no carpet on the floor. Bare. But all the time, I's been a-climbin' on and reachin' landins and turnin' corners and sometimes goin' in the dark where there ain't been no light. So, boy, don't you turn back. Don't you set down on the steps because you find it's kind of hard. Don't you fall now, for I's still going, honey. I's still climbing, and life for me ain't been no crystal stair. So, just quickly, I think I've been, I've been personally going through a really sucky time in life, dealing with a lot of suffering and loss and in the midst of um, severe trials. And so... Having to teach this, uh, you know, four times a day for three days in a row um, and having to talk about it was actually a a blessing from God. And um, it's a poem that I was familiar with already, but reminded reminded of. And the theme, you know, that I was talking, my students know, I've asked them a hundred times, what's the theme of this poem? And, you know, they say perseverance or endurance, or sometimes they simply say, don't give up, you know, Mm. and it's a simple message. And you maybe don't need a PhD in literary criticism to unlock the the message in this poem, but I yeah. think there's beauty in that simplicity, in that um, you know just the fact that it's a mother to son and there's a tenderness in that relationship, and you can sense that um, mm-hmm. in the expectation that you know like even in our life as Christians, you know Jesus promises that we we will suffer, but that in our suffering will be made like him in that if we persevere, there is, uh, there is glory and reward and, um, purpose in it. So that's just, uh, you know, one example of, of how art has been helping keep me anchored to Christ and keeping me going personally. So I thought I'd yeah. share that with you guys. Anchor for the soul. That's right. It's probably a Josh Garrel song called anchor for the soul. In I fact, there is. <laughs> I bet you there's a picture of an anchor here. There's in probably this book. an anchor in this book too that we've just reviewed. May it be so. May it be so. Um, yeah. Uh, any, any final thoughts, guys? On any, anything we forgot to mention? So much. Could probably talk about more, but there's a lot of good art out there. I, I think all of us are, are. We get these bits and pieces, poetry and music and film and books. And, and sometimes it's hard for us because it's like we're experiencing all these things, but some of them like not fully enough to, to give it a review that like it kind of does justice to the work. I mean, I, I haven't like listened to Joy Ike's album enough to really like give you a full review of it or Josh Garrell's new album. Um, and like, you know, Rich hasn't committed May It Be So to memory quite yet, but it's, it's fun for us to just come to a place of being able to share what we're enjoying with with y'all the listeners and uh you know i I hope you guys will do the same you know leave a comment on the post wherever you saw this uh leave us a comment on facebook or instagram and you know let us know what's the stuff that you're reading or listening to Mm -hmm. what's the poetry you're experiencing uh, that is anchoring you to christ that's that's giving you a vision of better things I mean, we'd, we'd love to engage with that with yeah, you. Please recommend stuff to us. Like yeah. we're always looking for more stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we know, we know you guys are enjoying good stuff out there until next time. Keep pursuing authentic faith and excellent art. We'll see you next time. See you guys.